in today's show. We're looking ahead to the action on Friday in the NBA, some streaming options, and of course, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we're available on all platforms and here we are. Second what to watch for after the All-Star break. We're looking ahead to Friday's action the games, what's happening in those games we're watching for, and some streaming options. So, warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) First game I'm going to look at is the Spurs and the Wizards. I want to watch Devin Vassell. I'm not worried about him losing his starting position or anything along those lines. Um, But I just want to see how he produces. He's had some solid games, one not-so-good game, and sort of working his way into that lineup. But I just want to see... How he progresses. I also want to see Lonnie Walker with Josh Primo questionable. Walker has had some good scoring games. And of course, he does that inefficiently and doesn't do anything else. And if I was Greg Popovich, I'd be a lot richer. But I also wouldn't be playing Lonnie Walker uh, that much. But with Primo questionable, with um, yeah, his love of Walker apparently getting in these minutes, he's going to be one to watch. You can at least in points leagues maybe turn into a streaming option. I'm not super convinced of that though. For the Wizards. Shockingly, Christos Porzingis is out, but Tom Bryan has also appeared on the injury report as questionable. So, Daniel Gafford, we're going to get him finally getting the minutes back that he needs? I think he's absolutely worth a stream for Friday. Whether it's a long-term hold, I've got no idea, but he is at least worth a stream there. While Rui Hachimura played most minutes he's played in the last game before the break, 27 of them. And if Gafford is out, they will have to run a little bit smaller with either Rui or Kuzma playing at the five. And that could help Rui's value. Now, I wouldn't add him in 12-team leagues. You're well aware of that. But he at least comes into streaming calculations if we do have the fact that Bryant will sit in this game. We, we don't know that if Bryant does sit down. Though that is worth monitoring. The Thunder and the Pacers. It is a, the back-to-back for Oklahoma City. I wonder if Shea Gildas-Alexander plays in it as he returns from injury. I expect that he does, but I'm not sure. We also have to monitor the status of Lou Dort and Kenrich Williams and Mike Mascala and Ty Jerome who are all out on Thursday. I think some of those guys will play, but we don't know who. What does it mean for Isaiah Roby, especially if Mascala does play? Where does Roby sit? What do his minutes look like? He is one to watch on this team for the second half of the year. And then does Darius Baisley get impacted by Shea's return? I think he'll be spared a little bit because Dort is out. But if they had Dort and Shea, like who goes to the bench? Is it Wiggins? Is it Baisley? I think his value might start to tail off quite a bit here. Well, for the Pacers, there's a million questions. Is Malcolm Brogdon actually going to play? It appears that way. He's listed as probable. So there's a chance he's going to play. And then what does that mean for him? Halliburton? Heald? Duarte? Somebody's going to miss out there. So how are they going to run those minutes? And then at center, Isaiah Jackson, is he going to play? We've barely seen him. Is he going to start with Miles Turnaround? Is Goga going to start? Are they going to start Jackson at the four? How does Brissett and Smith fit into it? So many questions that we're still not going to get full answers for, even if Jackson does play. But let's see how he looks if, in fact, he is ready to go in this game. The Raptors and the Hornets. 
We want to watch Thad Young in his minutes. If he gets 25 minutes, he is a 12-team league guy. We're not quite there with him at the moment. He's played 12 and 21 in the two games that he's played. He was a DMP in the first one. And getting those minutes requires an absence of Precious or Birch or one of those guys and a change in philosophy for Toronto in limiting their starters. I don't know that they do that. Do they take two of those guys out? Like, does Achua and Birch both not play? And then it's just Thad and Boucher with Banton and maybe someone else getting some minutes off the bench? I don't know. We want to see how that goes. And then Scotland Barnes, who's been up and down. His minutes have been down as well. Like, the other starters get 38, 37. Barnes' last few games, 31, 31, 33, 30, 20, and 32. It's a bit telling that he has cooled off and he's not being treated exactly the same as those other starters. He's not a drop. But in fantasy playoffs, if he's like a 31-minute-a-night guy, he might become that. I don't think he will. But that minutes trend, again, when everyone else is playing 38 minutes and he's playing 30-31, it's something for us to monitor. For the Hornets, they won't have um, your mate Gordon Haywood. They probably won't have Jaden McDaniels or Nick Richards. So does the God of Hammers, JT Thor, play? We know each other. He's a friend from work. Thor has played double digits in the three prior games, but we might have Cody Martin returning, so that could impact Thor. I like Thor. I think there's a little bit of upside for him, so just something to watch. But it's hard to get big minutes with Washington and Harrell and Plumlee all there. And we want to watch Harrell, who's playing a ton of minutes. 35 minutes last game, while Plumlee played 11. Of course, that's impossible to project because last game prior to that, Plumlee played 33 minutes. So how the Plumlee, Washington, Harrell minutes all go will be very interesting. They seem to be leaning a lot on Montrez Harrell. It's not really working. They've lost all these games since he was traded there. Um, That's not true. They won the first one of them, and then they've lost the next three since he played big minutes. Not saying that's on him, but that's how it's gone. So let's see if they make any changes to that alignment of minutes distribution um, in this first game back post-All-Star break. But if you want to make an alignment on your pocket and you want to get rid of all those subscriptions that you don't even know that you've got, that you've forgotten about, well, Truebill is here for you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. You can download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions that you don't need, that you don't want, or that you simply forgot about. And on average, people save up to 720 bucks per year with Truebill. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start cancelling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. That's Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. RockAuto.com. You've heard me talk about it. Are you still going to chain auto parts stores? Have you got a problem? Do you need to speak to someone about that? Because you're just spending extra time, extra brain power, and extra money to do it. RockAuto.com has all of those same parts, even more in most cases, because they don't have the physical restraints of a, uh, a physical building of what they can stock. They've got everything you need. And you could be saving so much money. Why would you pay 30, 50, 100% more for the same parts for your car when you could just go to RockAuto.com? It is a family business, and they've been serving online auto parts customers for over 20 years. So whether it's brake parts or tail lamps or motor oil or even new carpet, RockAuto has everything you need for your automobile. So go to rockauto.com and check out their expansive catalog of parts for cars and trucks. And in their How Did You Hear About Us box, write Locked On so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. The Rockets and the Magic. Noise coming out of Houston that 
maybe it, well, it's coming from Dennis Schroeder that they would like to re-sign him and have him a part of the future. For what reason? I have no idea. But apparently that's what they're talking about. So how do they deploy Schroeder with Kevin Porter back? The first game, Schroeder played 18 minutes strictly as a backup. Fine, that's what should happen. And then Porter got sick and we saw 39 to 30 minutes with Schroeder. Were they so happy with those minutes that they want to play him more? Don't know. Let's see what that does. Does it impact Green? Does it impact uh, Kevin Porter? And then we've also got the wild thing, Jay Sean Tate. Even the wild thing's gone well. I can't do much about that. Last three games, 22, 28, and 28 minutes. We're getting some more minutes for KJ Martin. There's the presence of Eric Gordon there. If he's a 26-minute-a-night player, Tatey, it's very hard to look at him as a must-roster guy. 30 minutes, sure. 26, probably not. I'm sure we'll get him playing 28 here, just sliding into the middle and going, well, I don't actually know what to do with that, as the sound drop would say. Like, so watching what his playing time looks like and the role they give him, I think is really, really important. For the Magic, well, we're not going to have Markel Fultz or John Isaac. We're all well aware of that. What does Gary Harris look like? 37 minutes two games ago, 19 the game after. That's a big difference. 32 minutes or 37 minutes is a 12-team league player. 19's an 18-team league player. So which Gary Harris do we get? They surely aren't going to prioritize him over Anthony and Suggs, although Cole Anthony's played under 30 minutes the last two games. Bit of a, bit of a worry there. But what do they do with Harris and Ross? And then Shun Rikiki, who's playing pretty good minutes, 32 and 29 the last two. Are they going to continue to cut into Mo Bumba's minutes to give Akiki playing time? Mo Wagner is out, so that helps Akiki get a little bit more playing time as well. That's one to watch, I think. The Knicks and the Heat. Well, the Heat and the Knicks, in fact. Tyler Hero is questionable. Everyone has a hero. True. Zero people shouldn't have a hero. Let me rephrase that. Tyler Hero's injury status hasn't been updated. I think he'll be questionable for this game. The Heat haven't chucked it out there yet. He's played one out of the last five games with this knee issue. We won't have Victor Oladipo, won't have Markeith Morris, but we could have Hero, Martin, and Deadman all returning. So how does Hero play? How does it impact Struess and Vincent? And what about Omer Yetzevan? Does he maintain the role ahead of Deadman if he is available? That's one for us to watch as well. For the, for the Knicks, it doesn't look like we'll get Derek Rose back. He is doubtful after that ankle surgery. He could be back on Sunday, though. So it appears that we're going to have Alec Burks start again, and I get to do this again. Alec Berg. So he's worth a pickup for now. I think they will start Burks over quickly. I'm actually 100% sure they will. But let's see what happens. And then Rowan Barrett. Will he be back from that ankle injury? He's listed as questionable. If he is out, then Grimey, Quentin Grimes, gets an opportunity. But... Barrett is still really borderline to me as a 12-team league guy because of the lack of steals and blocks and field, bad field goals and bad free throws. He can be a good points guy, good scorer, but lacks so much in other areas. You probably still want to have him on a roster, but yeah, I'm not really convinced that he blows up at all. This is one we're all going to be watching. The Sixers, James Harden. He's going to make his debut. And what the hell does it look like with him and Joel Embiid? How does it impact Tyrese Maxey? How does it impact Toby Harris? One of the biggest questions, I think, for fantasy. We should get some sort of an answer on Friday. That's, that's what we're watching, really. What the hell does Harden do to this team? And for the Wolves, well, it is a back-to-back -back for them, so we'll get some answers Thursday, but we're watching Jaden McDaniels and Jared Vanderbilt Bar. How do they interact? How does the playing time look? Can McDaniels keep the hot shooting up? I also want to see whether they do play Patrick Beverly on the back-to-back. -back. I imagine they will. They played in the back-to-back prior to the All-Star break, and he's played 30, 32, 30, and 29 minutes in the last four games. I don't know why I said the games in that order, or the minutes in that order, but that's what he's played. 
And I expect him to be pretty solid once again. For the Mavericks and the Jazz, I want to watch Maxi Kleber, who is hovering around 12-team value. He's probably fine to roster. I wouldn't say he's absolutely a must, but he is around that area. Um, Theo Pinson's out. Trey Burke's questionable. Uh, Chris is doubtful. Neil Keen is off the injury report. But the big one is Bullock, who is questionable. We want to watch Conley. We also, uh, Conley I'll talk about that in a second. We want to watch Kleber. We also want to watch Spencer Dinwiddie who played 31 minutes last game. I think if Bullock plays, it'll be hard for Dinwiddie to get to that, and I don't think Spencer is a 12-team league player. But the Jazz, I want to watch Mike Conley, because someone mentioned this to me the other day. They go, hey, I'm in a 10-team league, so I dropped Mike Conley. And my immediate reaction was, no, what are you talking about? But then I thought about it and go, well, he's going to miss some time. He hasn't played 30 minutes in a game for four straight games. He's been 25, 25, 23, and 28. Anytime there's like a 10-point win or 10-point lead for the Jazz, he, he sits down. And in a shallow format, I reckon that's moving towards being maybe a drop. I'm not quite there with it, but it's not as outrageous as I thought when I uh, was first posited that question. also want to watch Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Sort of working his way back from the calf issue. Played 22 minutes in his first game, 28 minutes in his second game. Then we had the All-Star game. Um, so I expect the minutes to come back up. But I just want to watch that. I just want to see if he's ready to go back at full tilt after you know, not being at full tilt for the last uh, for those first two games post All-Star break. Let's go to the next game. It is the Pelicans and the Suns. Jackson Hayes will continue to start for the short term. So Jackson Hayes should be on a roster. Devontae Graham should not be on a 12-team roster. That is what they'll continue to do. Now, whether Hayes continues to play big minutes, I don't know. I would expect at least 25, probably close to 30. But he's going to get that opportunity to start again, which is great news for his fantasy value. And then I almost watch, want, want to watch Herbalife Jones, whose minutes have dropped. He played one out of the last five. He's played one big one, a 39-minuter. But actually, every his last seven, 39 minutes in one game. But 31, 31, 29, 27, 30, 33. Bit disappointing. And the production's down. In a points league, no problem with dropping him. In a 10-team category league, sure, if you need to. He has played well over his head to begin this season, and he is more of a defensive stats specialist who's somehow shooting 25 percentage points higher from the free throw line than he did across his entire college career, which is great. But is there some drop-off? And we've seen some drop-off happening at the moment. For the Suns, again, we'll get more information from this one from Thursday, but we want to see what Aaron Holiday does. Aaron Holiday, Cam Johnson how they react to the absence of Chris Paul. Does Alfred Payton get in the mix? Does Cameron Payne return for this game? A lot of questions that we'll get some answers to on Thursday, but not many because Payne's still out. But if let's see how Holiday looks and let's see how they decide to run that rotation even with Cameron Payne's sideline. But maybe uh, maybe the Suns guys need to get some built bars into them because why wouldn't they? I wonder if they're eating protein bars that taste like garbage. They're a professional organization. Why are you subjecting your players to these poor-tasting protein bars as I'm casting aspersions on the Suns? Maybe they're not. Maybe they're a Built Bar team. You should be on the Built Bar team because they provide the best-tasting protein bars you could find. Low in carbs, low in calories, low in fat, low in sugar, but high in protein, like 17 grams of protein in each bar and just 130 calories. It's amazing. So go find your favorite flavor at Built.com. And when you just chuck it into your cart, Use the code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. That will save you 15% off your order of Built Bars. Built Bar is built different. The next game, which is the last game of the day, the Clippers and the Lakers. We do want to watch Terrence Mann, who is getting more minutes and more ball handling responsibilities with Norman Powell out. Um, and Paul George still sidelined, of course. 
So, man, looks like a 12-team league player. There will be ups and downs for sure. And he only played 28 minutes in that game against the Rockets, but it was a blowout. But there's always the potential for Man or Jackson or Batum or Canard or Covington or Coffey or Boston or any of these guys to be the guy that stands out. Man is probably the guy at the moment, but we want to watch that whole rotation. While Isaiah Hartenstein played 25 minutes against the Rockets and destroyed them. Massive, massive numbers. And we all get excited about that, but he's just as likely to play 14 minutes in this game. If we get another 23 from Hartenstein, then I'm all about it. But I'm just not that confident in it, despite that huge production he had in that game against the Rockets. Well, for the Lakers, Carmelo Anthony, will he return from a hamstring injury? With Anthony Davis out, it's going to be pretty important to have him back. So we want to see how he looks. Also, Taylor Horton Tucker. And then do they continue to start Malik Monk? I would imagine so. Um, over Avery Bradley, I would hope so. And his minutes should be pretty strong. And his usage should go up without Anthony Davis there. So Monk, I think, is a 12-team league player. I think Mallow could be as well. And I want to see how Monk performs in this situation without Anthony Davis. If we look at back-to-back options for the Friday-Saturday, we've got Thad Young, PJ Tucker, Corey Kispert, Hull Neto and Ish Smith. Look, they're both options there. I don't know what they're going to do with minutes, but they're both options. McDermott, Hachimura. Someone asked whether Kemba Walker's end of season would mean the end of this clip. Lonnie Walker. Hello. Nah, there it is. And Gabe Vincent can be back-to-back streamers. If we're just looking to Friday, Nico Batum, Alec Burks, who should probably be added in 12-team leagues, Jalen Smith, JaVale McGee, Jay Crowder, sons and former sons, Luke Kennard, Amir Coffey, Ishmith Halneto, and Corey Kispert. For deeper leagues, include all of those names, but also look to Taylor Horton Tucker, Emmanuel Quickly, Dwight Powell, KJ Martin, Rui Hachimura, Isaiah Roby, who might even be a 12-team streamer, Billy Hernan Gomez, Quentin Grimes, Terrence Ross, and Zach Collins. And for points leagues, we're looking at Chumurakiki, Patrick Beverly, please add him. Malik Monk, O'Shea Brissett, Alec Burks, Jackson Hayes, please add him. Jalen Smith, Denny Avdia, Nico Batum, and Ishmael Smith. That will do it for me today, guys. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, drop your comments down below. Leave a thumbs up, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.